In the big city, where there are so many houses and people that there isn't enough space for all people to have a little garden, and where most people have to be contented with flowers in pots, there lived two poor children who had a garden slightly larger than a flower pot. They weren't brother and sister, but they loved each other as if they were. Their parents lived right next to each other in two garret rooms, where the roof from one house leaned right up against its neighbor, and the gutters ran along the edges of the floor. From each side, a little garret window opened, and you just had to stride over the gutters to get from one window to the next. The parents each had a large wooden box outside their windows, and here they grew kitchen herbs that they used for cooking and a little rose tree. There was one in each box, and they grew very nicely. Then the parents decided to place the boxes crosswise over the gutters so they almost reached from one window to the next, and it looked almost exactly like two flower beds. The peas hung down over the boxes, and the rose trees shot out long shoots that wound around the windows and turned towards each other so that it became almost a kind of arbor of greenery and flowers. Since the boxes were very high, the children knew that they couldn't climb on them, but they were often allowed to climb out to each other and sit on their small footstools under the roses, and they played there very nicely. Of course, in the winter that pleasure was over. The windows were often covered with frost, but then they warmed copper pennies on the stove, laid them against the frosty panes, and made delightful peepholes that were perfectly round. Behind each peered a gentle and friendly eye, one from each window. It was the little boy and the little girl. His name was Kay, and hers was Gerda. In the summer they could easily see each other with just a leap, but in the winter they had to go down many, many steps, and then many more steps, and outside the snow drifted around. The white bees are swarming, said the old grandmother. Do they have a queen bee too? asked the little boy, because he knew that real bees had one. They do, said grandmother. She is flying where they are closest together. She is the biggest of them all, and she never rests on this earth. She flies up into the black clouds. Many winter nights, she flies through the city's streets and peeks in the windows, and then they freeze so strangely like flowers. Oh, yes, I've seen that, said both children, and then they knew it was true. Can the Snow Queen come inside here? asked the little girl. Just let her come, said the boy. I'll set her on the warm stove so she'll melt. But the grandmother smoothed his hair and told other stories. That evening, when little Kay was home and partly undressed, he crept up on his chair by the window and peered out of his little peephole. A couple of snowflakes fell outside, and one of these, the biggest, remained lying on the edge of one of the flower boxes. The snowflake grew and grew. Finally it became a woman, dressed in the finest, whitest gauze, as though she were made of millions of star-like specks. She was very beautiful and fine, 
but made of ice, the dazzling, gleaming ice. Still she was alive. Her eyes stared like two clear stars, but there was no calm or quiet in them. She nodded at the window and waved her hand. The little boy became frightened and leaped down from the chair, and then it was as if a big bird flew by the window. The next day there was clear frost, and then came spring. The sun shone, greenery sprouted, the swallows built nests, windows were opened, and the little children once again sat in their little garden high up in the gutters above all the stories of the house. The roses bloomed so exceptionally that summer. The little girl had learned a hymn, and there were roses in it, and when she heard it, she thought of her own and sang it for the little boy, and he sang along.